Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. This is a special bonus episode. It'll be sort of like a mini mailbag episode. And I'm trying this thing where I'm recording the video and the audio at the same time. I've done this for a few episodes. The audience, you, seem to like it pretty well. So I'm doing the video so I could publish on YouTube. And what I've found is there's a lot of people that just don't listen to podcasts as they go about their day which is what I typically do. A lot of people just uh, watch on YouTube. That's it. They, they maybe listen to podcasts on YouTube and they also just, uh, you know, watch, uh, well, whatever else they're watching. Who knows? There's a mountain of stuff over on YouTube. But I wanted to hop in uh, for this quick bonus episode. It's actually uh, Saturday, October 8th. So I'm going to be publishing this uh, pretty much right after I get done with it. That's how lean, <laughs> that's how lean I run this sometimes. A couple main reasons for this specific episode. One, I want to let you know that my course, Multi-Profit Site, will be opening for enrollment on Monday, October the 10th. I open it up roughly quarterly. If you've been around for a little while, you probably realize the cadence, but it's roughly quarterly. October is one of those times where I open up the course, and it's only open for one week, October 10th through the 14th. And it will close for enrollment on the 14th, which is Friday at 11.55 p.m. Mountain Time. 11.50, so at the end of the day, basically the end of the day, it'll uh, shut down. I'll put a link in the description so you can get over to it on Monday. If you happen to be on my email list, you will probably get the email and you'll be able to hop over to it and learn a little bit about it. And I think that's about it. And if you're not on the email list, you can go sign up. Again, link in the description, but nichesiteproject.com. So I want to let you know about that. That is one of the main reasons I don't sell or promote too many things. I don't have too many things to promote. And I probably do a bad job, especially on the podcast, to let people know, can they even sign up for the email list? Is your course open? I literally have people that watch a lot or view or listen to many of the the videos or podcasts or whatever, and they have no clue that I have a course or when it comes out or anything like that. So I'm trying to do a better job. Monday, October 10th, it'll be open for a week. There's a couple bonuses, some other stuff. It's listed on the sales page. There's a couple little deadlines built in. And at the end of the episode, I'll tell you why I open and close uh, the course. So some people are like, why don't you just leave it open all the time? All right, let's hit a couple of these questions really uh, pretty quick here. Number one, this one is from Deborah, and she says this, if you had 3,000 people visit an online store but zero, zero conversions, how bad is that? In other words, how many visitors are needed on average to make a sale? And she, she had a three-parter, so I'm going to read it all out. She asked about blogs. Should they be part of an online store, i.e. The, e uh, the same web address, or just like in a blogging section there? Or should they be in a completely different site with links going between the two sites? So I think I mangled that question a little bit, but basically, should the blog be part of the online store e-commerce site, or should there be a separate blog for an e-commerce store? And finally, does a web 
builder like Wix or maybe Squarespace provide an equal opportunity to gain success or does a site need to be made by someone who knows HTML? And finally, she asked about reviewing uh, sites and how much it costs. So, you know, I'll, I'll tell you that too. All right, number one, 3,000 visitors to a site, how many conversions would you expect? So my answer is a little vague, like most good questions, it has an answer that is nearly uh, completely help, uh, no help, no help at all. So it really depends on the industry and the price of the product and the quality of the traffic on the site. I would say generally, and I'm not an expert, I'm not in the e-commerce space, so I maybe shouldn't even answer this question, but I do know a little bit about digital products. So I think you could probably start an estimate at maybe like half a percent to 1% as a conversion rate. So that is generally assuming high quality traffic, traffic where the audience actually cares about the product and they have some problem that they want solved and that problem can be helped or solved by the product. So the, the thing is you could have, you know, a huge amount of traffic, but if it's not focused towards some kind of conversion or solving a problem in some way, then there's a good chance it's not going to convert very well. I know in coaching uh, Christy, who's been on the uh, podcast several times. She had a digital product where she built the whole thing. She didn't pre-sell it like a lot of people will encourage, but she tried to sell it, zero conversions. I'm not sure how many people put their eyes on the actual sales page. She has an email list of somewhere around, I think, 5,000. And I think she has like a 30 to 40% open rate. So like a couple thousand people had to look at at least the email. So, you know, that, that kind of gives you uh, an idea that either the traffic is wrong, like the people looking at the offer don't want it. The, I guess the, the product idea is one that is not interesting, at least to that audience, or it could be pricing or something like that. But anyway, I would say 3000 people and zero conversions, probably not great. You know, I'd expect at least a couple people to be very interested. Next, blogs, should they be part of an online store? The answer is yes. You may as well focus all that energy onto one URL. The next question about Wix or Squarespace or whatever, that's fine. It really doesn't matter what platform you're using, assuming there are some basic SEO components in there, which even like flat file system CMSs will do that or Wix or Squarespace or whatever, like pretty much any website will have some bare bones SEO components that you can get to, like the metadata and that sort of thing. Further, if you want to use HTML, you can, but there's probably better ways to do it. You definitely don't need to know HTML. It can be a little bit helpful, but it's certainly not required at all. Last question. I do review sites occasionally and my hourly rate is about 450 bucks an hour. I don't take everyone on. So there's, you know, certain 
uh, people that have questions where I, I am sure that I can help them and give them good information. If it looks like it's not a good fit for some reason, I'll point you in the right direction, at least the best way that I can. So there's a hire me page over on nichesiteproject.com and you can get more information there, but I can have a look. I don't take everyone on. That's a, you know, trading time for money sort of thing. So I typically don't aim for that, at least not in a high capacity or anything. And that said, there is a one-on-one coaching component to the top level of multi-profit site, which is the course that I have it from the name, you, you may gather that you earn money from different sources. So one of my first iterations of a course was pretty much around Amazon affiliate marketing. Now in multi-profit site, I talk more about display ads and why it's important to have those and working with other affiliate programs outside of Amazon, which is also very important. It sort of spreads the uh, income sources to different places and that it kind of insulates you from changes that may occur. It could be from, you know, maybe uh, Google algorithm updates where maybe you don't get as much traffic on your affiliate content as you used to, or your info content really explodes and you get more traffic there. So that's part of it. The other thing is, you know, Amazon can change their affiliate commissions. They've done it in a fairly major way in 2017 and 2020. And by having multiple income sources, you sort of insulate yourself or at least, uh, you know, buffer the damage just a little bit in case there are changes. All right. Second question we're going to get to here. I have a window open somewhere, but I can't find it. So I'm just going to talk here for a second. And this one is from Valerie. And this is a, this is a really cool one. If you want to email me, you can send me an email feedback at doug.show, feedback at doug.show. If you have a question or you want to share, you know, something. Valerie sent me an email in response to an episode that I recorded, why some people aren't successful online. And I covered uh, many different areas. I'll link up to that episode so you can check it out if you want. And Valerie said, I I can't agree more that focusing is really important. Obviously, I I mentioned that focus was a key component. Valerie came back with a little bit more information here. She says, your podcast has been beyond helpful, which is a great compliment. More episodes like the one about success would be great. At least for myself, it's motivation and a reminder that I'm not in it alone. Some of the questions listeners ask validated this latest venture. So Valerie, and I'll skip some of the details, but Valerie was brought on as a co-founder for a brand and company, and it's been an enormous undertaking, she states, Uh, but she feels confident that with her acquired knowledge through podcasts like The Doug Show, that she can make it into a successful brand. She says, it's been really fun discovering keywords to go after using the keyword golden ratio, and they'll be adding a blog and improving the current articles, getting rolling with Haro, and partnering with other influencers, all of which we have definitely talked about on The Doug Show. She did want to share a specific screenshot, which I I won't share here because there's critical information, but I'll describe it and it's fairly straightforward. 
Basically, there were uh, several keywords. She's showing me about five of them here. And they went from 100 plus, essentially not ranking, to now ranking in uh, fucking top 10. So one of them ranks 10th, one is 4th, 5th, 6th, and 4th. So really pretty amazing results. And basically... They, uh, or she had a blog and it's been a project that she's worked on since February of 2022. And she made it a goal to turn it around from being a neglected blog with basically zero traffic into something that actually brings in some readers, number one, some traffic and get some people over to her social media account. So since February, she's been applying everything she learned from the Doug show and uh, seeing the actual results has been more motivation. So very awesome. It's good to see you know people taking action and getting results. I think there are a lot more of you out there than you realize. And I think I, I definitely try to cover stories like this where I don't even know if Valerie's getting any traffic, but she went from basically not ranking at all to ranking in the top 10 for a handful of terms that she's, you know, literally trying to target. And that's a great thing. So kind of at the beginner stages, as far as her site, again, no clue if there's traffic, no clue if there's revenue. And I try to bring these stories to light because there are a lot of people in this sort of pre-success zone. So that that email that she sent was in late August of 2022. She sent me an email about a month uh, later in, in uh, September uh, September 17th. So basically, She's saying, I wanted to share an update on my blog improvements. In the last email, I shared my keyword rankings jumping based on the tips I've learned from the podcast and blog. Today, I wanted to share my paid views and I'm sharing screenshots from January up through September. She says, I was blown away this morning to see a big jump. In January and February, I decided to use my neglected personal blog and implement everything I've been learning simply from listening to your podcast. Man, she's really laying it on thick. <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Okay, I'm gonna skip over the bullet list of about ten things, but it's basically a lot of the core stuff that we talk about. So, intentional keyword selection based on long tail traffic using the keyword golden ratio. KGR is just a thing you can use. You don't have to. She updated and cleaned up old blog posts. She removed blog posts that are not relevant and redirected them with a 301. She improved page speed by getting rid of some large image files and putting smaller ones in. She started uh, niching down and observing what content is bringing in traffic and see how that pairs up with actual uh, affiliate offers that she can promote. And there's a couple other things as well, but but generally improving things on an SEO basis and adding more content. And I'll be able to generally describe the uh, the growth, but she's ranking for a lot of stuff in the top 10, number one. And I guess the big thing is traffic is up dramatically over the several months. So she did send a lot of screenshots over and generally it starts off with 
uh, a small amount of traffic. And then it goes into a much larger, I think roughly doubled if I get the, the gist of it all. So just the core stuff, right? The core stuff that we talk about, some simple on-page SEO publishing. She's not getting any uh, backlinks. She didn't describe any sort of promotion or outreach or anything like that. Simply publishing content and making sure whatever she um, already has published is up to date, improved as much as it can be, and she's getting rid of stuff that is not relevant. So Valerie, uh, great job out there. Thanks for sharing your story. And I hope you keep sending things my way, giving me updates and all that stuff. Again, if you have uh, questions that you want featured, if you have a little mini success stories, especially if you're on the earlier stages. Again, I try to cover people that have, you know, they've been doing it for a few years. They sold a site for, you know, million plus dollars. And then I try to talk to people that are you know, three months in, or they've had several false starts and they're trying to get their footing. So thanks everyone who does send in emails. Don't forget next Monday, October 10th, multi-profit site opens. You can get a few uh, more details if you follow the link and head over there. If you are watching this in the future, um, actually everyone will be watching this in the future. If you're checking this out in the future beyond October 14th, 2022, and the course is not open, it probably will open up again soon. You can send me an email Doug at nichesiteproject.com. Giving you multiple email addresses, but it just helps sort things just a little bit. So you can shoot me an email, Doug at nichesiteproject.com, and let me know what's going on. If you maybe the timing is right for some reason and you really want to enroll at a specific time, just let me know. I did give a teaser earlier and I mentioned that I'll describe why I open up the course for enrollment. There's a couple main reasons. Number one, I have a small team. I have uh, one assistant. I have a video editor and I have someone who helps me with um, a, a couple sites just writing a little bit for me. So three people, all part-time, all maybe like three to five hours a week. Not very much help. I'm not specifically lazy but I try not to work too much. <laughs> so I try not to work too much these days. Um, that said, it's much easier for me to manage a group of people enrolling in multi-profit site at the same time. So people often have questions as they get rolling, and then it sort of tapers off as they get momentum and they have their initial questions answered. For that reason, it's much easier for me to deal with a cohort uh, that all start at the same time and they move through quarterly is a good cadence for me. And that's why, you know, one of the main reasons I, I do these enrollment open and close and all that kind of stuff. The other reason nearly equal importance is around sales and marketing and scarcity. So there's a great book called Influence by Robert Cialdini. Highly recommend it. I think i did an episode where I actually talked a little bit about this, this book, but there are some very key marketing components. And I try to do, you know, the things that make sense for me. One uh, huge driver for sales and just getting people to make decisions. So if, if you're out there, um, you could imagine this 
as you are looking at sales materials, even if, if you're looking at mine, right? It's kind of cool to understand what's going on. And I have been on, I, I, I buy a lot of courses. So I, I see how this works and how it's worked for me personally. Scarcity is a huge driver because it's limited. It's limited in a certain way. And in this case, it's limited by time. So you you have a fixed amount of time, October 10th to the 14th, and then the, the, the enrollment closes. So the enrollment closes. So it forces you to make a decision. It's very easy. And I've again, I've done this myself, where if someone sends out a some sort of an offer, whether it's um, like Eddie Bauer, I get emails from Eddie Bauer. So maybe I get um, some offer and there's a sale and I'm like, ah, you know what? It, it, the sale's going on for three weeks or it's always available or something like that. Or it's, it's just like everyday discount prices. There's no driver. I don't have to make a decision. And if I don't have to make a decision, yes or no, I'm going to buy that. Chances are, I just won't make the decision. And that also means I'm not going to buy it. So with scarcity in place, you realize, okay, I only have a few days to make a decision on this. I can not get it. Maybe the timing's not right for some reason. And you're like, no, I'm not going to get it. Or you say yes, but it forces you to think about it. And scarcity is uh, very powerful in that way. Another way to do scarcity, and I, I don't do this specifically, but I have seen courses where they limit the number of people that would enroll or that can enroll. So maybe they they have a fixed number of seats. And with online courses, it doesn't exactly make sense unless there's a specific um, limiting factor. But if I was giving like an in-person course, maybe I only have enough space for 20 people. So I could limit it to 20 people and then anyone else has to be on a wait list because we physically just can't handle more than 20 people. With online courses, again, it doesn't quite make sense because if 100 people wanted to enroll or 1,000 people, it's roughly the same on my end, except for support, right? So again, there is some support and that is one thing that you know I take seriously. If someone has a question, it's, it's my job to answer the question. I don't have a support team to help out. It's just me. I get the emails and I reply back. So there is some, uh, you know, support that goes into it, but overall, generally, you know, 100 versus 1,000 versus 10,000 from an infrastructure standpoint, it's hosted over at Kajabi. It's fine. Like if 1,000 people wanted to enroll, it'd be great. I would have to probably immediately hire several people to help me with email support. <laughs> but from an infrastructure standpoint, from an inventory standpoint, I could sell as many as I wanted. So it, if you are dealing with like a physical product, you know, then there are limitations, right? So I uh, have a couple of guitars sitting behind me. And if I went to a, went to a shop, a guitar shop, and there were a couple, you know, three, four of us all looking at the same guitar over there, there's only one of those guitars. Even if there were multiple models, there might be one that sounds a little sweeter or feels a little better or something like that. And there's, you know, a little bit of competition between, you know, the few of us that are interested in that guitar. And there's only one of them up on the wall. 
So we would have to deal with the scarcity there. Anyway, Influence Robert Cialdini, very good book. And I better end this now. This was supposed to be a quick episode. If you're new to the show or something like that, uh, welcome. You can uh, subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this. And thanks a lot for checking out the Doug show links and all that stuff or are there in the description and yeah, that's it. Have a great day out there. We will catch you on the next episode.